place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspot's Comics Town comic book fans welcome to the sunspots comics podcast issue number 171 where i do a whole lot of strong recommending but only lightly reviewing of what i consider to be the best of the new comic books that just came out this last wednesday new comic book day august 22nd and this particular podcast never ever ever crosses the streams that would be bad i am your friendly neighborhood host chris latori i really hope that you and the people that you hold dear are happy and healthy. That is what's most important. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. It really means a lot to me. There's a lot to listen to out there. So thank you for selecting the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Sincerely, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Please hit the subscribe button to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check out all of our past podcasts on our huge, mungus podcast feed. And please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, even YouTube, all at at Sunspots Comics. That's right, just one place. So let's start with some thank yous. I first want to, of course, thank our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. That's right, go to popuptea.com. If you love a super giant selection of nerdy t-shirts to buy, then you are going to love popuptea.com. Also, don't forget, most importantly, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any popuptea.com order. That's right, even the clearance stuff. So go check them out and thank you to popuptea.com. And also thank you to my friend, Nick Papa George, for making and singing our Sunspots Comics theme song. Check out his solo singing stuff on facebook.com slash popds and his band, Solution. They are on facebook.com slash solution reggae. If you love reggae, rock, ska, and feel good kind of music, you're going to love Nick Papa George and Solution. So thank you, Nick. I really appreciate it. So let's leap right into the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 171, starting out with some stuff that's been floating around up inside of my nerdy brain. The first nugget of nerd lodged ever so deeply in my nerdy frontal lobes is the recent announcement that you can soon read comic books on the Nintendo Switch. So Nintendo announced just recently they will be offering a all-you-can-read service for $8 a month on the Inky Pen app that's coming out this November. They won't get, of course, the Marvel and the DC stuff, of course, they have their own readers, but they say they're going to have over 10,000 graphic novels, manga, international comic book companies, and publishers like IDW, Dynamite, and Valiant, with more publishers joining if the Inky Pen comic book app is successful on the Nintendo Switch. I will be checking this out for sure. I mostly hope that the format of the comic books on the Inky Pen app on the Nintendo Switch delivers a variety of viewing options that, of course, works with accelerometers. So no matter which way you turn your screen, you, you'll be able to capture the comic book reading experience. That's what it's really all about. So fingers crossed. I really hope that it's good. 
I'll be doing a review of it in November when Nintendo releases the Inky Pen comic book reading app. That's right, for your Nintendo Switch. I have one, so I'm super excited. I'm going to check it out, see what it looks like. I, of course, prefer to read comics on paper, just holding it in my hand and having it tangible. But when I'm on the go and I'm out there, it's kind of nice to have one and then go buy it later. But I am excited about seeing the Inky Pen app coming out this November to the Nintendo Switch. So I'm, that's just up inside my brain. I can't wait to see that. And another thing that's lodged oh so deeply inside of my nerdy little brain is PowerCon. I just love the name of that, PowerCon. I attended this uh, toy convention every year. It's uh, been going for about 10 or so years, I guess. It's held in Torrance, California, and its main focus is He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, which was really nicely refreshing to be at a convention that wasn't all comic books. I kind of missed them in a way, but it was kind of nice. Um, although Tim Seeley was there. He's the writer of Brilliant Trash from Aftershock Comics, so I got to meet him. He was super nice, and he loves He-Man stuff. I posted a picture just recently on Instagram, so check that out. But I got a super deal on this Skeletor vs. Molar set that's based on the Robot Chicken skit. You gotta see it. It's season two, episode titled 1987. I absolutely love it. It's got Skeletor laying on a dentist t table and his like, one of his front teeth is missing and this character Molar is there. I posted a picture on Instagram, but go check it out. It's Skeletor versus Molar and then go to Robot Chicken season two, episode titled 1987. Go check it out. The two tie together. It's fantastic. Um, but also Super 7 was at PowerCon. I love their toys. They've got those reaction figures and they had some great deals. They had power, they had these He-Man kind of exclusives that were only available there. But I ultimately, I love Super 7's 3.75 inch throwback reaction figures. Those are my favorite. So I had to get some of those. And so all over uh, PowerCon, there was just a, just a bunch of stuff, really good priced. Um, you can kind of bargain with people. They were there to make some deals, especially on Sunday. They kind of, a lot of folks wanted to just get rid of stuff. But um, overall, I was really happy with it. It was good. I think that the it was priced a little bit high for this kind of smaller, very kind of chill mini con. But I would definitely go back. So I, I wanted to give it a ringing endorsement. I had a lot of fun, and I would definitely go back to PowerCon. Great name, too. <laughs> and the last thing that's floating around inside of my nerd brain is that I'm actually creating my very own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. And it's really just been a dream come true. I've been wanting to make my own comic book my own way. I created Zombie Destroyers, and I'm doing the writing and the lettering. Please follow the Zombie Destroyers team. We have artist on issue number one, Jordan Hudson at Scablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D. -D. Juan Mora, who does Zombie Destroyers from issue two, at Young Minded Giant. And also our colorist, Caroline Nolasco, at Carol N. Art. Please follow all of them. They would appreciate it. But thank you to all of the Zombie Destroyers team to help making my comic book dream a reality. So it just means so much to me. It's been a whole lot of fun. I just, I, I can't even put into words how amazing it's been to have this dream come true of creating my own comic book. But if you want to see what it looks like, what Zombie Destroyers looks like, just go over to my website, sunspotscomics.com, and click on Zombie Destroyers. There are three pages there that are colored. They don't have words on them, but I just loaded them not too long ago, so go check it out. It's my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, on sunspotscomics.com. So thank you. And now, a quick mention of our segment called Spotlighting. I am going to have a very special guest 
on a future Sunspots Comics podcast, and it's comic book artist Michael Lark. I absolutely love his stuff. It's very super gritty and realistic. He's drawn some characters you might have heard of, like Spider-Man, Daredevil, Batman, just name a few. And since 2013, he is the artist on Lazarus from Image Comics, which I've been loving, written by Greg Rucka. Lazarus has been a Sunspots Comics top pick of the week, art winner of the week, cover art winner of the week, uh, more than once. So it is fantastic stuff. I'm super excited to announce and excited to see Michael Lark on a future Sunspots Comics podcast. So stay tuned. If you want to hear Michael Lark and I chit-chat, it's going to be here very, very soon. And also thank you to Kelly at Zeus Comics in Dallas, Texas for getting the two of us together. I really appreciate that. Also check out Sunspots Comics issue number 159. I interviewed comic book creator Nandini Bapat. She created this heartwarming comic book about her grandfather's life. It's called Aja, spelled A-J-A. Check it out on Sunspots Comics podcast number 159. And the last interview I'll mention, I'm very proud of the interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. You gotta go to the feed and check it out. It's he is an artist of this Dark Horse comic called Vinegar Teeth. It's available now. One issues one through four are done. He's got a very odd, weird, but awesome kind of nutty style. It's just a ton of fun. I love it. He also directed a movie written by Guillermo del Toro called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. We talk about that. We talk about more and a bunch of stuff. It's on the podcast feed. Please check it out. There's a bunch of spotlighting interviews with some great guests on the podcast feed. Thank you all for being here and joining us. We want to help support the struggling comic book creators. So if you work in comics or you're trying to break into comic books like me, we would love to have a conversation with you right here on a future podcast on our spotlighting segment. Just send me a message and maybe a review copy of your comic book so I can put my eyes on it to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com. Or of course, message me on all the social media at sunspotscomics. So now, on to the main course, the centerpiece, the prime cut, the sweet spot, the meat and potatoes, the tastiest morsel of my comic book podcast, which is my comic book recommendations, where I share with you my favorite picks of the new comic books that just came out this last new comic book day, Wednesday, August 22nd. And of course, before we begin, super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. But really, don't worry. I really just want to inspire you to get the juices flowing, to get you excited about these comic books so you'll go and buy them, and I would never spoil them. I really don't even talk about any of the last few pages or how it ends or what the cliffhanger is all about, and I only discuss some of the interesting points of each comic book. But just in case you're a 100% spoiler-free purist, uh, you've been super-duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. And to see everything that I'm reading, all encapsulated in one simple place, all my favorite picks since May of 2015, just go over to sunspotscomics.com, click on the pull list, you'll see I just up updated it yesterday. I'm up to 96 comic book titles that I am currently reading. Yes, 96. If you listen carefully or are regular on the podcast, uh, it's gone down in the last few weeks. It was at 120, and now it's right at 96. So some had to be trimmed. They got to remain great for me to recommend them to you. Also, click on Top Comic Books of the Week to see all of my past top comic book picks. They're all there on my website. I update it every single week. I'm very proud of it. Go and check out sunspotscomics.com. Now, let me introduce and announce this week's artist winner and cover artist winner of the week. Every week I pick what I believe to be the best comic book art of the week that made my eyeballs the happiest, which you gotta go put your eyeballs on immediately. So here we go. This week, one artist 
is both the winner of the art winner category and the cover artist winner. It's one and the same person. It is Benjamin Dewey of Beast of Burden, Wise Dogs and Eldritch Men, issue number one from Dark Horse Comics. And let me tell you, let's start with this fabulous cover. It's just this beautiful drawing of dogs. <laughs> uh, Ben's art style is just tons of detail. It's got this beautiful, very bright watercoloring style, which I love, love, love. Uh, check out Harrow County, which I've loved for years. Uh, it's that kind of style. It's both nostalgic and it's kind of an homage to Rockwell at the same time. Um, but I love the framework of the cover. The layout is amazing. It's got this black Scottish terrier with this lovely kind of fiery forest behind him. And it's just drawn, this, this Scottish Terrier is, is very large, but in the background to where its shadow looms over this small pack of dogs around this wizard's circle. It's just a gorgeous amount of detail. The shadowing is amazing in how it actually, this, this large terrier's shadow merges into rain that is actually raining upon the puppies in the foreground. So it's just absolutely stunning. And the body of the art uh, follows along with that. And I also love, it's a little thing, but it's just one thing I love, is when the cover actually sort of ties in what's actually happening in the story. Sometimes you look at a cover and you're like, wow, that's amazing. And then that doesn't happen or not even close or it's just a kind of side separate image. I like when it kind of ties into the comic. So it uses that, that real estate to kind of continue or start the story. And that's what Beast of Burdens does here. So Evan Dorkin, the writer, Benjamin Dewey, love it. Absolutely love it. But yes, the whole body of it is very colorful, very bright, very watercolory, super detailed. And I got to give hats off to Benjamin Dewey on how the emotion on how the animals look. Because that's even harder. It's hard enough to do it on human beings, but to show sadness and happiness and perseverance on the look of like a bat and a rabbit and a Scottish Terrier and a beaver, that is not easy to do. So you absolutely pulled it off, Mr. Benjamin. It's absolutely gorgeous and you're, you're an absolute just inspiration, Mr. Benjamin Dewey. But uh, you got to see it. It's easily the artist winner of the week and cover artist winner of the week. Again, it's from Dark Horse Comics, Beast of Burden, issue number one, drawn by Benjamin Dewey, our artist winner and cover artist winner of the week. Glorious stuff. Thank you, Benjamin. Fantastic. And the breakdown. This week, I actually read 13 comics. And what a great week of comics, by the way. It was really good stuff. Tons uh, to, to choose from. Tough to make that great list. But I tell you, it's it's... Only three of them made it to the top great list, so it's got to be great. I have a, a just a, a list of things that I have to check off for a comic book to be great, and only three made it this week. That's right, it's tough to get there. And four new number ones came out this week of the 13 comic books that I read, and two of them made it to the great pick list, which is amazing because there were only three great comics this week, and two out of the three were new number ones. So pay close attention to those, new, those two new number ones when I mention them, which I will do in the countdown very shortly here. So... Here are my top comic book recommendations. This is the Great Ones list of the best of the new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, New Comic Book Day, August 22nd. And I recommend you go buy these at your local comic book shop today. Please support your local comic book shop. So there were great, there were three great comic books this week that I recommend. Here we go, coming in at number three is the first of the two new number ones that made the recommendation list this week. It's Cold Spots, issue number one. This is from Image Comics. This is written by Cullen Bunn, my favorite horror comic book writer of all time. That's right, I can say that, Cullen Bunn. Art by Mark Torres. 
absolutely stunning, realistic, gritty, very shadowy kind of art. Perfect setting for cold spots, which it says a lot there in the title. We've all heard it before. When a specter is in the room, it goes cold. Well, that's kind of where this premise is. But Cold Spots starts with a chilling opening sequence. It's just, ooh, it, it just gives you those tingles in the back of your neck. Not spider sense, but that, you know, that, ooh, there's something scary going on. It's about a lonely older couple that gets a visit from two young specters from their very kind of sad past, which I don't want to tell you what happens there. But the art style is this very simplistic, but also very interesting, and this kind of unique penciling style. It definitely felt fresh and something, and a style I haven't looked at in a while. You got to check it out. It's even sort of the shapes of heads are kind of odd, so it has a very kind of unique look that is Mark Torres. I'm a fan of his from now on. I'm not familiar with a lot of his work, but I will be seeking it out. You got to check it out. And the coloring, it has this interesting kind of rhythm to it. I really dig it. Uh, Mark Torres goes with a mostly single color for each sequence, but then towards the end of the sequence, he starts to blend in multiple colors. So I like that. It goes from like a very static, unmoving story to just a burst of color. Not a burst, because this isn't bright per se, but it's just a kind of a blend of different colors. And it's just very unique. It's very interesting. I, I really kind of like that, that aspect. It has an interesting little rhythm that the coloring has. But the meaty center of Cold Spots issue number one was this fantastic, great tension between this benefactor and this kind of private eye, basically. And you could tell they hint to a very ugly history between the two of them. But the benefactor sends the PI on a mission to find his family, which may have just left him. So we don't know if there, it's going to be a ghost-related story, per se, but this PI is sort of heading to this town where ghosts be a-popping up. That's right. <laughs> oh, and this ends with a solid cliffhanger, which will get you excited and make you need to read Cold Spots Issue 2, which I am a big advocate of leading the reader. These are sequential pieces of story telling that need to sort of lead you into the next one, and you get that here with a solid cliffhanger in Cold Spots, issue number one. That's right. Brand new number one, folks. Get it. Read it in the dark with just a single light shining upon the... No, don't do that. That would just be horrifying. Forget it. You'll have nightmares. But anyway, coming in at number two is the other, the second of the two new number ones that came out this week that made the great pick list. My pick of the week for art cover and for artist and cover artist of the week, that is... Beasts of Burden, issue number one from Dark Horse Comics. This is written by Evan Dorkin and our artist winner, Mr. Benjamin Dewey, who, again, I'm not familiar with a lot of his art, but I will be from now on. I will be seeking it out. Uh, follow him on Instagram. It's just his name. Just search it there, Benjamin Dewey, D-E-W-E-Y. And uh, let me tell you, this is Wizard Dogs. What else do you need? There it is. There's my recommendation. That'll do. <laughs> Get this. But Wizard Dogs, this is a ton of fun. Uh, right from the opening sequence, where all the talking animals, they are, I'll warn you now, that it's there, uh, are fleeing this this their forest home that's on fire. And that's when the wizard dogs enter, enters the scene, primarily the main sort of head wizard, that's this black Scottish terrier. But they enter the scene to save the day. I love when the dogs use magic, their little eyes glow. It's, I'm a sucker for glowing eyes, and it's glowing on the dogs. And so the Gandalf dog wizard... The Scottish Terrier. I absolutely love his dialogue. He's written with this kind of proper inflection, and it just he comes off as very intelligent. I love that. He 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 talks a lot, 
and it's just a wonderfully drawn, interesting character to look at. And again, Benjamin Dewey with the emotions on the Scottish Terrier face, I think he really focuses his emotional drawing on that dog the most. He really has to sort of sell the storytelling there, so it's gorgeous. And this, uh, so anyway, this, this fire salamander is caught in this trap, and we kind of find out that it's not just a simple fiery salamander caught in a trap. There's a, it's sort of just a sprinkling of a bigger conspiracy that's going on here. And that's what these lovely wizard dogs are kind of uncovering. My favorite sequence is this battle between our lovable dog wizards and a pack of these goblin-like creatures that are kind of furry and bird-like. It's just full of spells, full of fun, full of action. It's just a page-turning little moment, again, with this glorious watercoloring style. I just really love also the ranking and positions of this dog wizard order. They, they definitely establish that. There's a rule system there. Even the grunts are Rottweilers, which really just fits. I love that. And there's even some great world building here uh, with the interesting canine characters getting all set up. I don't want to spoil too much, but I loved it. I highly recommend it. It was a ton of fun. Wizard dogs, what else do you need? <laughs> it's right there. Do it. But here we go now, on to the number one top comic book pick of the week, the great one, the champion, the top dog, the supreme leader, the big kahuna, the grand poobah, the numero uno. <laughs> That's right, this week's number one is Star Wars, issue, Darth Vader, issue number 20. That's right, Darth Vader, issue number 19 was the number one pick of the week last podcast, and Darth Vader has been a top recommended pick seven times that's right it is my favorite of the of all the new star wars comics that's right i'll say it i've read them all and there's many but it is absolutely the best it's been darth vader and number 20 does not disappoint this was another super solid issue let me tell you you've got to read it it's not really standalone i would definitely read 18 19 20 they tie in together um but man, it might be that I'm all done with uh, Star Wars Rebels, the animated series, so I've just got a lot of Star Wars in my brain right now, but uh, I, it was just an easy pick. I didn't have to sort of debate it with the other, other comics I read. It just easily made the top pick and because it was amazing. But anyway, um, Darth Vader issue number 20, maybe my favorite sequence was, and there was a bunch of them. There were some really awesome sequences in there, which I won't describe them all, uh, but Maybe my favorite one was when Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader are there and Emperor Palpatine gives Darth Vader a gift, which is the most insulting gift ever. It's Princess Amidala's ship from the Star Wars prequels. It just it just felt the way it was written that Vader was infuriated with this, that he was just had to hide his furiousness. You see it in a few subtle ways, like the gripping of his hand. That the Emperor is just messing with him. And it's just this intense level 10 amount of tension that I loved it. The entire scene was just, it was just gripping. And it's just another one of those tests for Darth Vader's loyalty to the Emperor. I know that it's just a nicely placed seed as to what eventually just grows into the result of what, of course, Star Wars Episode 6 takes us to. But I really love the amazing fight sequence. This may also be my favorite, maybe... My second favorite, I don't know, there was a lot of good sequences, but there's this fight sequence between the Inquisitors uh, and Darth Vader. So some things went wrong there in the previous issue, which I won't totally spoil in issue number 19 and why it was the pick of the week. Go listen to podcast 170. You'll, you'll hear why. But the Inquisitors and Darth Vader are fighting through the streets of Coruscant. Like, it's just glorious. And Vader is really, again, 
taking the violence and the death wishing of wanting to kill the Inquisitors to level 10. It's just, he's on a mad tear. But it's just absolutely amazing action art of Vader going through the streets, kind of jumping from from ship to ship as he fights the Inquisitors through the, the skies streets of Coruscant. It's just stunning. You have to look at it. But I ultimately love... How these last three issues of Star Wars Darth Vader have re-established Darth Vader as a serious badass. That's what it's all been about. And I love that it's canon. I love that it will have a weight and consequence into the entire Star Wars universe. And I just can't wait to see what Darth Vader does with the Zabrak Force-sensitive baby that he kidnapped in the last issue. Um, always, too, there is a master and an apprentice. But... You know, who knows? I would love to see that Darth Vader had a hidden apprentice in this Sabrak baby. That would be fantastic. But, oh, and solid, solid cliffhanger that's going to lead you right to Darth Vader issue number 21. So I can't wait to read Darth Vader issue number 21. Actually comes out, I'm looking at it right now, September 12th. So you only have to wait a couple-ish weeks. So fantastic stuff. I can't wait to read it. It's action-packed. It's great writing. It's top-notch art, by the way, um, by Giuseppe Camencoli, written by Charles Soule, who was doing Daredevil for a really long time, and he's been doing a fantastic job on Darth Vader, my favorite of all the current new Star Wars comic books that are out there. Trust me, it's the best of the best. Get them all. It's only on issue number 20. Get them all, folks, but the last three have been especially fantastic. The Force is definitely with this one. But there you go. That is it. That is Sunspots Comics Podcast Issue Number 171. I hope you really enjoyed it. Let me lock the vault door so those comics will not escape. Those are my new comic book recommendations this week for New Comic Book Day, August 22nd. Please go to a local comic book shop and buy these immediately. Tell them that Chris from the Sunspots Comics Podcast sent you to them. If you have any questions, comments, you want a personal comic book recommendation, that's something please email me directly to chris at sunspotscomics.com. I would love your feedback. Would you like some free comic books? From time to time, as a thank you to the listeners, I give away free comic book digital codes in Sunspots Comics podcasts, and there are still some unclaimed Marvel digital comic book codes available. Just go listen to past Sunspots Comics podcasts on our feed, grab the Marvel digital comic book code that I usually read off towards the beginning of each podcast, then go to marvel.com slash redeem, punch in the code, and see if you won. It's that easy. So good luck. Go get some. And it's, again, it's just a little thank you. Some free digital comic books from me to you. And please sign up for our email newsletter on sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And don't forget, go to cryptidzoo.com. My buddy Julian makes these sweet augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. You got to see what these look like. You use your smartphone and this HP Reveal app, and it makes the Cryptid Zoo t-shirts come to life. You just kind of hold it over that, uh, over the image on your shirt. It's it's freaking cool. You got to see what it looks like. Go over to cryptidzoo.com. But most importantly, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS, and you'll get 25% off of your order. And his shirt prices are not bad at all. So go check it out, cryptidzoo.com. And also tune in next week. For Sunspots Comics issue number 172, I will be reading a list of 10 new comic books that are coming out this Wednesday, August 29th, and six brand new number ones that are also coming out. Most of them are these DC Comics crossovers with Warner Brothers characters, like uh, the Joker Daffy Duck crossover. So hopefully those are all really good. There's a bunch of them. 
And if they're fantastically great, I will discuss them and tell you about them on next week's Sunspots Comics podcast. And please help us here at the Sunspots Comics podcast. Go to iTunes. Give us some positive words and a five-star review. I will read your review on a future podcast. I'll give you a shout-out on the social media. And I will even thank you by mailing some comic books to you directly to your door yes as just a personal thank you for taking the time and giving us five stars with a positive worded review on itunes we'd appreciate it please subscribe listen in and tell someone that you love that's nerdy to check out the sunspots comics podcast i would really really deeply appreciate that but thank you very much for listening there's a lot of podcast choices thank you for your time thank you for choosing sunspots comics go spend some quality time with the ones you love by reading comic books together. Yes, keep it nerdy and be like water, my friends. Until next week, later. I walk for miles, my feet are hurting. All I want is you to make love to me. Comics now.